Good evening. What shall we look at this evening? Press star six to unmute yourself. Rebecca, it's Sequoia. Hey, Sequoia. Hey. Um, I want to look at something. I um, The process of interviewing, we had a workshop a couple weeks ago where we interviewed objects, mm-hmm. and it was really really a lot of fun. And today I saw uh, that uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't really grasped interviewing as a process. You know, I had, yeah, I had still had it attached to a specific content. And, uh-huh. and so today I just, I had this big breakthrough of interviewing something that I was afraid of. Uh-huh. And so yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah. Stop. I'll stop. So shall I shall I catch up? Yeah. So yes. so there so there's a the interviewing process that we did on our workshop a couple of weeks ago. You hadn't really grasped it as a process, but today you had a breakthrough, and in, in, and you interviewed something that you were afraid of. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was it was it was an incredible process. And I, what I saw about it is like there's many things. Let's see that you know it. It felt like. I had been running around. It's like the same thing as if you were having a problem with a person mm-hmm. and you were walking around and you were talking to everybody about that person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talking about your problem with it and what should I do and blah, blah, blah. Because I had recorded about this, but I, what shifted today in doing an interview with it is like facing it head on. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. That's really big. Yeah, so the 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 process that that you're describing is using that interviewing technique or that exercise as a way to face something head on instead of just sort of skirting around, you know, yeah. uh, like you would a person that you were having a, a tr- trouble with and talking about them to this person, talking about them to that person, but never really going directly to the thing. And that's what you did with this, with this yeah. thing that you're afraid of. Yeah. And it was like, it was just so amazing because it was just instantaneously like the middle, well, we know who that is. The interpreter was gone. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, that is always there telling, you know, interpreting everything that's being said or da-da-da-da. And that was just cut away, and there was just a conversation with this thing that had, um, that was direct, and it was, <laughs> I, I can't tell you, it was so... Oh, yeah, yeah, because you cut out the middleman, yeah. and that middleman, as you say, we know who that is, the one who was going to comment on it, the one who's got opinions about what this thing is and what it should be in your life and all of that, 
And by you cutting that out and going directly face-to-face with that thing, well, what you're describing is really presence. Because the only thing that, that would keep us out of presence is that middleman, that, that ego, you know, that, that's going to have, mm-hmm. that's going to tell us everything about that thing. But instead, you went and had your own direct experience. Yes, and I think, and that was what was so obvious in the interview is what had, let's see, what had been been said, what had, let's see, what ego had been saying about that thing forever. Mm -hmm. And it just became Mm -hmm. so clear that none of of that had to do with anything Mm -hmm. at all connected. It became, um, it became a participation with life. Mm-hmm. and a connection with life and all that other um, crapola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Truly. Really, really very obvious. Um, yeah, very obvious. I mean, that's what, that's what I was just seeing, that, that, that you could see the lies for what they were, and it was uh-huh. obvious that it was just crapola. And you, yep. and it, you know, and it, I mean, you know, in that place, um, I project anyway, you're not, it's not like you're having to get over anything. You don't have to get over any fear. You know, in other words, before you thought it was something that you were, were afraid of, or at least had been. And it was really because of that voice and everything that that voice was, all the lies that the voice was saying that was stirring up the fear. And when you sidestep that and use that powerful tool, that wonderfully fun, creative tool, of interviewing it and just went straight to it, then and all of that was gone. There was nothing. I project nothing to be afraid of. Nothing, and it it's just is like what we see in practice over and over again is the thing that um, we're told to be afraid of, or that you know there's a problem with, uh, is deflecting something else that quite opposite from that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that yeah and in the in the interview I found an ally oh wow (laughs) yeah so that thing that was that that had been sort of an adversary that you wanted to skirt around and never face actually became your ally yeah 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 so I cannot wait I mean I'm (laughs) It's so fun, you know, to look at all, you know, to what else, what's next, you know, you know, turning to face everything and have a direct experience or, you know, a direct (laughs) conversation with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is so fun, Sequoia, because I can, you know, it just sounds like in your voice there's just this this enthusiasm for, part- well, for, for participation with life, as you said earlier. So yeah. all of what now, what now can I, can I meet? What now can I have a direct experience? What can I talk to? What can I, you know, and just, and just really being one with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did get this image, you know. Just get out of my way, conditioned mind. I mean, it's like, <laughs> why, why have a substandard conversation yeah. when, you know, with something that is not real? 
Yeah. And oh, you, so true. <laughs> when you can just turn and face face the thing directly and have a, a real connection or, you know, a, just a, yeah, real. Yeah, a real heart, exquisite heart connection with something that's actually real, not yeah. this imaginary substandard you know, troublemaking voice in the head that had, why would we, why, why would we want to do that? Get out of the way, conditioning. I want to be here. I want to be with this. Don't need an interpreter or a middle person at all. Exactly. (laughs) Anymore. (laughs) Thank you, Sequoia. This is Tim. Hey, Tim. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, I'm look, I'm uh, I'm looking at a process that's definitely not new uh, for me, and mm-hmm. uh, surround. Um, so the content is that I stay up late, um, virtually most most nights. And um, what happens is I was going to say the next morning conditioning says, oh, "How could you have? You, you really blew it." Mm-hmm. But really, it happens when I'm going to bed. It's like, mm. you did it again, and mm-hmm. you're not supposed to. And um, what's dropping in, too, as I see it, is it reminds me a little bit of the battering cycle where another part comes up and says, okay, well, I'm not gonna, I'm going to go to bed earlier tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that decision uh, to be perfect. That okay. decision to be perfect, uh, mm-hmm. which is really what – What's dropping in around that is is I think it's a soothing mechanism for the beating, you know, um, try, try and make it feel better. Like, okay, I, I won't do that again. But, you know, and I know that it's probably conditioning that talks me into the, the schedule in the first place. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, nonetheless, that's, that's kind of what's happening is mm-hmm. it's around 11 o'clock um, every the thing the kids are finally in bed and every the dishes are cleaned and blah 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 and now it's a voice says well now it's finally me time and mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna do whatever and um, and then it's the wee hours of the morning and then I am the wrong person because I shouldn't have done that and mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm just looking at that, that, that's content, but that process definitely plays out mm-hmm. um, over the place in, in my life, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're seeing a lot about the process. You're seeing some, you know, what the voices are saying that, okay, this is me time. I've, I've done for everybody else. I've got the dishes done. I've got the kids to bed. Now I can do what I want. And, the, and so then it's when, you know, it's a, the 11 o'clock at night, and there you are staying up late. And, and then it sounds like there's a, there's a moment when you go to bed late mm-hmm. and sort of, uh, that quote me time has turned into look what you've done now. Time. Yeah. Now, now the beating really kind of ensues. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And then it sounds like it carries over and it's the first thing in the morning too, that, that that happens as well, but you see it at night. And, and in that, in that, I mean, you really laid out the process you know, clearly, because then there's that, okay, I'm going to get a schedule. I'm not going to do that anymore. But it it sounds like invariably you can see, you you can see that it does happen again. And 
clues as to how, huh? Do you, huh? Is that true, that you can kind of see how that setup keeps happening? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff uh, that's happening. Um, not, not the least of we're in a completely crazy time, and there, there used to be a structure in place where, like, for example, the kids would go to school, you know, and actually leave this place, and we would be getting up and having a morning routine and, and all of that. So I know that there's, you know, kind of, um, I don't know if it's resistance, or I guess that's something else to look at, or a place to look to, is where... Um, I'm going to abandon that one because I think what, what, what more so is dropping in is about deserving something. Mm-hmm. Uh, deserving um, to uh, do what I want to do. And I would put the want in, in quotes. Um, mm-hmm. And probably the eye in quotes too. And the eye, yeah. <laughs> so probably, a, probably so the more important one, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a story that I now get to do what I want to do, and it sounds like you're suspicious of that, of both who the I is that's getting and and that it's indeed what you would even want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and the the you know the other thing about it is what what's what's really helpful too is i i'm doing the best year yet retreat so i have a commitment to it doesn't matter how late i stay up i get up for the radio show mm-hmm. and uh um and so i uh you know and there's commentary around you're too tired for this but i one thing that i heard today um, uh, was, or the way that I, what I got out of it anyway, was, mm-hmm. uh, what if I just didn't take it personally? Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and today, you know, it was really interesting because, you know, conditioning, uh, at least at the time in when I'm going to bed, will point out all of these consequences that are going to happen. You know, like you're gonna be tired. You're gonna mm-hmm. be this, you're going to be that. And um, today with kind of practicing not taking it personally, like there, I mean, I'm not, you know, I feel a little tired now, but it was really a pretty good day, you know, mm-hmm. like man, mm-hmm. things. You were, things you, you were fine. Yeah, yeah, I was fine. Like mm-hmm. I was fine. I just, I kind of made that my mantra today was uh, I'm not taking it personally. I'm just going to, you know, and it's really different to do that from the perspective of uh, like an experiment versus the right person wouldn't take it personally type of a thing. Like those are two two very different experiences for me. And so so I would say it was more like I I heard something, did the, huh, and just kind of practiced it today yeah yeah and then we're yes yes sort of like like a uh just a an experiment like a scientist would be with an experiment they're not taking their experiments personally but they're interested they're curious you know what happens 
okay, so you heard this. Well, I've been hearing the story about how tired I'm going to be, how there's going to be just all kinds of ramifications from having stayed up late. Well, let's just see. And if yeah. you went through your day, that was sort of your mantra, just not taking it personally, not taking you know, the voices can say what they want, but I'm not going to take it on. I'm not going to think it has to mean anything that it's true or it means anything about me. And sure enough, your experience was you were fine. You know, like, yeah. once, once again, we get to see that the voices lie. They'll say yeah. whatever, they'll, that whatever they think will maybe get our attention so that it can, you know, feed it. But you, you took a different route. You didn't believe it. You didn't take it personally. Yeah. Which, yeah. which was nice. Um. Yeah. It's huge, isn't it? It's yeah. A, it's a, yeah. Well, and Tim, just to underline that process, too, of how you – God, you, you made this commitment to get up for the radio show no matter how late you go to bed. So right. there's a big, there's a big um, you know, kind of uh, thing, good thing to not acknowledge, right? So there's this practitioner who gets up, and in listening of the radio show, that just kind of hit. It just sort of landed. Huh, I could do that. And without it, without it being any identity that's doing something to be the right person, because that would be taking it personally, right? You were right. employing that tool. And, and it really sounds like it really helped to um, sidestep a, 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 some suffering that, that might have hit you today. Well, yeah. The, the, what I see around that is it, um, it was like an opportunity to stop the conversation before yeah. it got got a hook in of uh, like, oh, we're just, you know, and and not taking it personally doesn't, there's no, there's no person there, right, to to Mm -hmm. karma, a bunch of karma all around it. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, going to take the person out of it. I'm just going to do life. And (laughs) yeah, yeah, it, it just strikes me too that when I, what dropped in around that is that, that if I'm making a, if I'm trying to make some plan to be, to do the right thing, you know, mm-hmm. and content, it would be bedtime, you know, mm-hmm. then I am taking it personally. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a person, there's a there's someone a there, there who's doing it. Who's doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny how I, I could, in in the past, I would, I could see that as, oh, well, that's, that's an okay thing to do. You know, it's on the right side of the thing. You know, I'm saying I'm going to, you know, make this plan. And um, I don't think I have the words for it, but uh, it's, uh, well, but it's kind know. of the right person thing to do to make it right. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be better. Yeah. 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 It checks all the boxes mm-hmm. for the right person. Yeah, exactly. Um, checks all the right boxes. Uh-huh. But it sounds like you're thought you you're seeing something about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, just that that's just a that's another whether you know it, it's uh, the duality, right? Like if uh-huh. I believe I'm yeah. a horrible person, or I believe I'm the greatest person, whoever you know, yeah. it's still that identification that yep. we're not trying to participate in and um 
And so that's kind of, I guess, what I'm seeing around making a plan to, mm-hmm. to you know, is what to do for a late bedtime. Mm-hmm. I think what's coming up is is observing and being present maybe to that process and a process map too, mm-hmm. you know, probably wouldn't yeah. hurt. Yeah. Well, and, and again, that, so, so just what you said about the duality, you know, that, that is the nature of dualities, isn't it? If you're checking all the boxes on the be your right person, then it's really only a matter of time where we're going to hear how horrible and bad right, yeah, exactly. we are. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you're seeing maybe a possible way out of that swing, dualistic swing, is to just, just be present and just notice. You know, to take that, not taking it personally to the whole evening routine as well as you did all day. You know? yeah. So, yeah. yeah, thanks for reflecting that. I, yeah, that, I see that I could also apply that in that situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like what what would happen if I didn't take that moment personally where where uh where the story is I made the wrong choice. Right. Um, yeah. Boy, there's a lot of it's a, there's a lot of juice there though when when I'm being told I'm the wrong person to to really um take it personally. Yeah. And, and, and that yeah. And, and to um defend or apologize or or something so yeah but you know one thing sherry says often that i really love it and is that if you weren't ready for this particular practice it wouldn't have landed for you it wouldn't have occurred to you it wouldn't have struck you you know in that call yeah you know? yeah so yeah there's a lot of juice but you're you're there you're ready to to practice not going with the feeling bad and, and not going with the taking it personally. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll have to report back and let us know how it goes. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Phil. Hey, Phil. Hi. Uh, speaking of, you know, feeling bad and not taking it personally, um, one of the process or a process I've been looking at or you know what's been uh what I've been looking at is um all right, so we know you know all these things are going on in our country right now mm-hmm. and i'm I'm seeing I'm watching how conditioning has a a whole um I don't want to say it. So I'm I'm feeling and and doing and whatever it is one thing, and then conditioning has this whole other thing going on on the side. About the same content, like you yeah, like about the same stuff? same content. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. okay. So it's like okay, the you know the the um, to even say it, but the uh, m- murder of. George Floyd, or it was horrific, and so um, conditioning goes into this whole thing. You know, will will want makes well. It, it just feels like it is, but anyhow, there's something wrong. You know, 
Mm-hmm. And um, then, uh, okay, so then the, the protest comes, and oh, this is, this is something good. Maybe something will come of this, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the reaction to the protest that feels like, oh, this is not good. You know, this is something mm-hmm. wrong. And then there's the good um, uh, responses to the protest. Oh, that's good. You know, that feels good. And then there's the government's response to the protest. Oh, that feels, that's bad. That feels bad. So it has, you know, all of this going on. And meanwhile, you know, me or the person or whatever is doing its best to train, to just see what is, to be with what is, mm-hmm. to have the feelings about what is, and mm-hmm. um, uh, just stay in a, you know, it, it present to the, to, you know, as present as I can to the moment and to the here and now and then trust and the faith and all that. You just kind of see what it's, what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really is the, yeah, so there you are really present to everything that you're hearing, that you're seeing, you're, you know, really practicing being here in the moment. Yeah, that's, that's a better way to say it, practicing, because I can't, wouldn't say I'm really present. I'm practicing to be really present and training to be, to be really here, even with that, that turmoil or that, you know, that rumbling of, of conditioning going along the side or wherever you want to put it. So, so Phil, are you saying that, that, that the fact that ego is, well, so, so ego is swinging, oh, that's bad. Okay, good. That, that, that's good. No, no, no. Okay, that's bad. No, okay, well, good. That's good. And it, so it's going back and forth and back and forth. And you're watching that. You're aware well, of I, Yeah, I'm noticing it. I'm very aware of it because it'll uh-huh. catch me in my feelings. I'll start, I notice I'm feeling, yeah, really low or really whatever. And, oh, well, that's because I'm, caught in that part of the rumble ah, that's saying this is just not uh, yeah. you know this is horrible this is you know this is uh shouldn't be this way kind of thing you know that alternate yeah. reality or that we're, we're you know if i were god i'd fix it all up kind of thing yeah. and yeah. um to go the way i wanted it wanted to go and yet yeah. just when i'm present i can see how it this is how it it looks to me and this is probably could be another piece of the conditioning but just how slowly slowly life is moving it in it in in some kind of direction is moving the the uh moving itself moving life in a in some kind of a direction which of course is a big mystery and we have no idea what what where it's going at this point but mm-hmm. we might get uh if we're if in, in presence, there might be like clues. Mm-hmm. At any rate, if they're not. This is wrong. This is bad. This is good. This isn't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the not. It's the uh-huh. is that is, is that background noise? You no, no. Okay, I think yeah. yeah I, I think in, maybe somebody needs to mute. So if you unmuted yourself and you're not still, if you please press star six. Yeah. Yeah, and so when you when you are 
when you feel like you're in that present place, it sounds like you're you're aware that there's we don't know, we don't know what's unfolding, we never right. know. But but in that place, you really you you're aware that we don't know, and then, but it but it sounds like ego then will come in with the knowing, you know, well this is bad, this shouldn't be happening, this means there's something wrong, and that that can, that can drag us down and do it. And, you know, and, and then, it, but it, but then it sounds like you can kind of, you're aware of that too, that you're catching yeah, that, oh, yeah. I'm feeling sort of low, I must be here listening to this, uh-huh, you know. Yeah, and that's, of course, yeah. And, um, you know, and so and, you know, when, I'm, when I'm present or when I'm, you know, in that place of not uh, of being aware, more aware, there are you know then drops in things that uh, you know ways I can be that are are you know the life in me can be that is part of the solution, not part of the problem, and and mm-hmm. things that you know just things that can drop in in a, in a whole different different way, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. even if it's just to maintain. A, a presence to me is a really big important thing to do for this world because yeah. not everybody's there and if I even have the slightest potential or awareness or training to be able to move in that direction you know of course we never know yeah. for sure but move in that direction then that's doing something to, to um, that's not a doing but that's being a way I want, would like this this world yeah. to be rather than um, yeah. some of the some of the ways that you see you know we see that that's going on yeah that seems yeah. harmful yeah yeah that's so big what you just said that when we so it, it sort of uh, is what Jen was talking about on open air that that being present practicing really being here is the best contribution we can make to the world mm-hmm. that's what that's what it you know and and you as you know as a practitioner of all these years have that ability and that you know and that practice behind to bring as much presence as possible to every moment even such volatile upsetting, horrific moments like what what the country is going through and you're going through, right? You know, it mm-hmm. sounds like ego is pulled. And so to, to just practice being that presence, you are, we are really being what it is that we want in the yeah, world. Because, because what I was been seeing it is it is a we. I mean, we're going through all this. I mean, they're out there being me, being we. You know, yes, people yeah. that are they're either being killed or being or protesting or whatever. I mean, we're all they're doing it to us. It's yes. not. There's no separation yes. in it. And and to um, be, just be present to that and uh, be be. I guess in a sense be with um you know it all in that in that presence and compassion and loving kindness um you know is the best we can do uh, for me at this point really well yeah and you know phil that's what you described 
you you know, at the first of the conversation, you were describing uh-huh. what sounds like this huge container where awareness is holding it all. all. Yes. It's holding yeah. the grief and the violence and the everything, everything. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I like that, the container. Yeah, it seems like it has expanded to that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And to bring presence to, I don't know if even bring is the right verb, but you know, to be. We should, you know, to be present as you're describing. Yeah. So this part of the conversation is maybe making me really see why um, conditioning would so strongly or get a sense of, of what conditioning's doing uh, you know to to and a, and you know pull that away into a smaller realm of um mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying smaller realm mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. that's wrong this is right you know that kind of thing or yes uh, oh yeah um, yeah yeah. How can they be doing but, this, meeting the government, you know, and how, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Like if it could shrink your attention, if it can shrink, if it can collapse awareness to where it just is focusing on who's right and who's wrong, who's good and who's bad, all of yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Then, yeah. Then it will have, uh, I forget the verb you called away or, you know, winnowed yeah. away the, the the awareness, the presence. Yeah, and and then... And I guess we've had all kinds of training on this. I probably even workshops that we've been having these these weekends. See, I can't keep in. It's just all one big thing inside me, so I can't say what. But um, is seeing that, and when that when I'm noticing that, that's actually what moves me back to the larger container. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it it's. See? it's Seeing that movement of ego, or seeing yeah, yeah, seeing that the seeing the the um, yeah the when it tries to get this it small into it's mm-hmm. just what you had just said the right wrong mm-hmm. good that kind of thing, um, or when I'm starting to feel that a lot of times it's not words but when I'm starting to feel that that is the exact thing that helps alerts me and I guess you'd say or that awareness mm-hmm. then expands and can expand into the um, the greater o- awareness of what we've been talking about as presence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is such um, a good Aikido move isn't it Cause, yeah because it, it, it is when yeah when we feel that low energy or the whatever you would describe it uh, you know to instead of going with it let that be the cue okay time to expand awareness oh i see yeah and i really think that a lot of that that uh, being able to expand the awareness has come from all the recording and listening Mm -hmm. you know even if i don't have the recorder you know even if i'm not doing Mm -hmm. it at that moment it's that Mm -hmm. it's what's helped with that movement because when I am doing the the recording and listening, there is that ex- expansiveness, and um, mm-hmm. and so then you know it just helps the movement. At, it seems like at any time. 
Oh, amen. It, yeah, it is. Actually, we have been training and are training in that movement through that through recording and listening all the time, training to go to that to that expanded place. Yeah. yeah oh, isn't it yeah. fun to see it paying off in real, like real, like <laughs> in real life kind of ways? Yeah. It is. It is. And I've been seeing it do that in a lot of different realms. So yeah, it is fun to see it. After wow. after all these years, <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, thanks, Rebecca. It was uh, uh, thank you, Phil. Nice to see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Jen, <clears throat> excuse me, Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey. Um, just a couple of things I was so moved by in that conversation. One was the they're out there being we. Mhm. That's so yeah. amazingly well put. Yeah. That is uh, on, on all sides. All yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In a non-separate reality, we mm-hmm. are all we. Every yeah. side. Yeah. 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 Of yeah. course, I was going to the man and his horse. <laughs> yes, I was too. Out, right? Yeah. Maybe yes. Maybe no. That. One. Maybe yes. Maybe no. And that's that's what we get to practice. And and the other thing I was so struck by, and I've just been so exquisitely struck by so many times in the last number of years when really, it feels like these really big things keep happening, you know, these really real, these really huge things, you know, politically and, um, you know, uh, economically and uh, with the virus and, you know, immigration and just all these things that, um, you know, and I just hear the edges of the current thing that's happening right now. And I marvel at how it's difficult to express it exactly, but the incredible training that we receive in this practice Mm -hmm. that from what I can tell is very, very rare in the sense of the, the deeper I go into it, the, the longer I stay, the more I realize and, and kind of the, the more I see, you know, kind of hear the edges of things that go on other places and how things work and just everything that can go on in human, you know, society, how rare it is to have a place that so completely supports authenticity and so absolutely ignores the ego. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just, uh, it's just really, uh, up for you right now to to in seeing and appreciating how rare and exquisite the training is this practice that so completely supports authenticity and really so utterly ignores ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. as you reflect that, what I was part of that when I was listening to that last conversation, I just every time something like this comes up, I think this is truly is what brought me to practice Mm -hmm. that crossover between the political and the spiritual. I mean, I, you know, even those words are, I think a bit clumsy, but 
in terms of really expressing it. But in other words, I just intuitively at such a deep level got it that I had no ability inside myself to have any impact on the processes that I was so, that were so painful to see in the world. I really got it that I had no way even of affecting that inside of, quote, just me. Yeah. Yeah. So the processes that were going on in the world, it, it sounds like on an intuitive level you knew were going on internally as well. Mm-hmm. And just as mm-hmm. you weren't able to solve them internally even, they're not going to be solved externally. And so mm-hmm. to to that that deep realization brought drove you to spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, it's... um. It's just, it feels like such an enormous gift. Like, um, I forget how Phil said it, but it's just to have received this amount of training feels so much like I just always get the sense of, um, I'm trying to think of an image that isn't violent, you know, like keeping the sword <laughs> sharpened, um, mm-hmm. whatever the equivalent of that. Um mm-hmm. There's so much motivation to do that and to just sit so quietly and wait for to be called on. Yeah. And, and I suppose yeah. that process in itself is the being called on, right? Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> what a good point. Mm-hmm. Because what, what I'm, what it sounds like you're, you're pointing to is a, let's see, you know, that, that just strong desire to be of, service in the world and so to sit Mm -hmm. to be so still to be Mm -hmm. so ready to be so in sharpened and ready and uh in (laughs) i can't think of it now i'm getting all these physical metaphors like in shape and buffed and be you know kind of ready to to go yeah 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 and so there we are which of which then and kind of points back to what you said a moment ago about how how fortunate we are for the training this rare yeah, this exactly. rare situation that we've all found ourselves in of practice yeah. where we can where we can actually tone those muscles and and, mm-hmm. and calibrate you know um to, yeah. to what it is that our hearts are really you know wanting to be and are yeah you know, language is yeah. kind of clumsy, you know, but it's but it is such a it is such a precious and 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 rare opportunity that we have. Yeah, it really is. It really it just yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. it's really experiencing that. Yeah, it, yeah, and you know the spiritual heroes, uh, they you know I, I, there are plenty of them that talk about that as well. You know, just that. That 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 that's a that is a valuable contribution to the world. Yeah. Ooh, well, because it's actually not me. No. Ooh, I oh, think no, maybe no, someone no. is unmuted. Could everyone please make sure you're muted? Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Um. Yeah. Let's see. So you said the spiritual heroes. Um. Oh yeah, the contribution there. to the world. Contribution to the world. Yeah. Um, well, oh right, because you know, 
those are the people we still know about thousands, hundreds and thousands of years later. Yeah. Right. You know, people who, who didn't like against all odds, we know about them, you know, they didn't travel anywhere. (laughs) They didn't, you know, (laughs) write a million books. They didn't. And we know about them. That's, there's no mistake there. That's not a coincidence or whatever the word is there. What a good point. Yeah. Yeah. They endure. Yeah. Through time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we know about them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. Mm. Thank you, Jim. This is Penny. Penny. Um, I'm still enjoying this conversation. Uh, uh, what I'm struck by today is not only the sort of years of training, but just the amazing timing of our practice. Mm-hmm. Situation. Whoops, Penny, I think I lost you. Can you hear me? Did I go away? No, you're there. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Penny? Oh, darn. Well, Penny, if you can hear me, call back in because we can't hear you at all. (laughs) It's Michael. Okay. Michael. Um, I... uh appreciate that conversation about training and uh, I almost don't know where to go to start. It's um, that um, we have such extraordinary training in um, so many ways. And I think the, the first piece for me that I got from practice was that it's all me. I mean, I mean, it's obvious in retrospect, but, um, you know, all of my issues are, are mine. I mean, mm-hmm. I may think it's other people or other situations or, but those, those other things are a problem because of me <laughs> mm-hmm. and how I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, quite literally me, the ego, me, this illusion. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think what you're pointing to also, though, is the, is the tool of projection, that I can't see anything out there that isn't mine to clean up, in a sense, that isn't getting projected yeah. outward. And so, yeah. so, in, so that really, that is really an eye-opener. And it sounds like one of the big eye-openers when you first came to practice. Yes, yes. And the the beauty, of course, is that it, um, like all things in practice, it simplifies. It simplifies everything. You know, um, conditioning makes everything very complex and difficult. And I, and I love um, watching the guide or listening to the guide when somebody, you know, starts on a big complicated story, you know, about this and that and the other. And, and, um, she just cuts it down to, well, you know, there's ego and then there's presence. So that whole complicated story, it all falls out into one or the other plate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so simple, isn't it? 
and, and ego can just tie itself up in knots and twists and turns and, and presence just slices right through it to what is actually there. It's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful thing to see. And I remember, uh, I think it was maybe a, week, maybe a couple of weeks ago on the morning show, and um, Barry said um, something like, uh, mental anguish is conditioning. And um, I don't know, these, these uh, things are said in practice by the guide or facilitator or Shanga, and they, they just land. You know, they, like, I'm receptive or I'm ready or I'm paying attention, and um, those things just land, and they, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah, and we were back to what Tim was saying about, huh, it's just sort of like, oh, I could do that, or, you know, I could practice that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can. You know, it, it's that beautiful resonance that Ashwini talks about, you know, when it just, we just are there, and, you know, and I, you know, it's like it's the power of Sangha, you know, that we show up together and we kind of have this, this, uh, yeah, this resonance. Yes, yes, yes. And the other thing I'm seeing um, about how extraordinary this practice is, um, you know, we all know that the answer is love and peace and presence and mm-hmm. unconditional love. Um, we all know that's what we're supposed to be doing. But mm-hmm. how the heck do I get from whatever state I'm in now to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so to me, that's what, that's what this practice offers for me is, okay, well, I know I'm supposed to be there, but yeah. it seems to me I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. So how do I get there? And so there's oh. this training, you know, as Jen was talking about, and um, it's so simple because it's, all I need to look at is, well, what's the obstacle in front of me now? I I don't need to know all of the obstacles. Just, well, what's the one here? Right. What's in front of me now that I'm suffering over? (laughs) Yeah. I know. It is so powerful. And to me, I think that's what what drove me to practice is that, that, yeah, (laughs) I know how I'm supposed to be. Now, how the heck am I supposed to get there? So, yeah, we all know the right answers. We all learned it in kindergarten, for God's sake, you know. Yes, yes, yes. What this practice does and and trains us in is the how. Okay, the moment. Oh, okay, just get here. And not only the answer is the moment, but the how to being. You drop the conversation. You redirect the attention. Mm -hmm. You put in a recording. You you know, Mm -hmm. you you talk into the recorder. You talk yourself into prayer. I mean, it's just full, chock full of all of the hows of of what we all yes. know is the right answer. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, and I want to just mention one practical example of the training for me. I mean, it, of course, it plays out in every content in my life. And so what I noticed in terms of sitting, physically sitting on a cushion, mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a challenge for me physically over the years, um, and I can sit comfortably um, with one leg in front, and it's difficult for me with the other leg in front. 
Mm-hmm. And so I've started working with this physical trainer and, you know, I can see the possibilities. I can mm-hmm. see the possibility of the thing, just like we can see the possibility of peace and unconditional love and, you know, but I don't know mm-hmm. how the heck to get there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to have a guide who can um, take my willingness and channel it and work with it um, over time, you know, we don't need to solve everything today and it's not going to be solved today. Um, and yet, what is here for me to do now today about this thing that I want to do? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yep. let's do that. Yeah. Yep. And it's just well, magical it, to see that play it, out over time. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh, it so is. Well, and Michael, it's just such a, I mean, when you said take my willingness, because on a process level, what you describe with the sitting, you know, it's such a spirit of inquiry of I love you exactly as you are and I'll help you be any way you want yeah. to be. You know, yeah. I'm going to yeah. take yeah. this next little step and this, yeah. and then I'm going to seek guidance and I can practice with this. And is it going to happen tomorrow? Maybe not. Maybe, but maybe not. It's a practice. Yeah. And so that yeah. willingness plus the guidance Plus, you know, and all those other elements that you mentioned, it, it just comes together to work the magic of saving a human life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Be- yeah, it's just beautiful. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you, Michael. This is Penny. Penny is there. Penny's back. Penny, are oh, you back? Penny? Yeah, I'm back. So go ahead. Okay, I Oh, okay, so Penny and then Sarah. Yeah, go ahead, Penny. The last, I mean, you might as well start over because the last the, I didn't hear you okay. kind of close to the beginning. Um, so I was I was enjoying the conversation about the ways in which our training for years uh, prepares us for moments like this. Uh-huh. And, and I was also, I've also was struck today, um, struck to the point of laughing aloud at uh, how also how. The, the timing of practice meets us right where we are. Uh-huh. So I've been following the events of, of what has been happening, and there's some things happening locally as well, and been following those, and, and really looking at, you know, how, you know, how might one enter in in a, in a positive, life-giving way mm-hmm. to and, and so click on the computer, and the, and the year-long retreat focuses on the process of participation. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so perfect, you know? It's so perfect. Uh, oh, wow. That's, that's what I'm looking at, and that's what I will look at, is how how one participates in this fraught moment. Um, wow. And, and I have a whole month to just explore that. I don't have to, I don't have to reach any conclusions. I don't have to say, oh, well, then, you know, this yeah. is the way. The invitation is just there to... Yeah. Um, and so not only overall, but in this moment, practice, it feels like it just reaches out and meets us and says, okay, I'll support mm. you in this. Wow. That, that, is, that is such an ask and you shall receive moment, isn't it, Penny? Because there you were just kind of asking, well, how might I step in in a positive way that's a contribution? And then you open your email and there's a whole month to, to focus with Sangha on participation. And, yeah. and you're right, yeah. So it's like you don't, you know, 
there's not an answer that you have to know tomorrow. You get to, in the way that we have all these years, practice looking, watching, having, letting life unfold us, you know, and, and being there for it. Well, as we practice all these years, and then with the very specific daily practices of the month, I mean, it's just so particular. Yeah. About how practice is so practical and useful. And there it is, you know. Uh We'll take you through the next 28 days, Penny, as all of us, as we look at, you know, how we be in a very thought time in in the place where we live. Yeah, very practical. I don't know if you caught much of Michael's conversation a minute ago, but that was exactly the point he was making too, that that we all know the, the quote, the right answer is yes. peace and love, okay? But here yeah. in this one, mo- one month now, we've got 28 days to right. practice the how, the yeah. how. Yeah. And the other piece that I've noticed, that I, again, it just feels like it's just so, so supportive in this moment. Is uh, so last last uh, month was receiving right the practice mm-hmm. of the power the practice of receiving and and the particular commitment I set for myself because it had to do with receiving some receiving all this how to receive all this thing all this stuff that's happening in this world right now mm-hmm. how to, mm-hmm. and so what arose was to just repeat just use keep coming back to the mantra it's not about me it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so one of the invitations for a white person like me right now is to really look at our own racism. And mm-hmm. I was just appreciating how if I can come from it's not about me, it is, it is, I am free to do that. Mm-hmm. If, if you can say, yeah, if it's about you... me, there's going to be a defending of me or an explaining uh-huh. of me or a joke about me. But if it's not about me, then I'm totally free. To, yeah. to look where I need to look at, whatever I need to look at. So, again, yeah. you know, it's just so supportive and useful in the moment, uh, sort of in, in, in a sense not only just sort of in general with practice, but, but how practice meets us even in a, in a, sometimes in a moment-to-moment way, in very particular mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, yeah, and it kind of is the theme, much of the theme of tonight, right? So when it's not about me, when I'm not taking it personally, it's what kind of what Sequoia even started us off with. I can meet anything. Yeah. I don't have to skirt anything. I don't have to be afraid or dodge or not explore anything. Everything is available and open for exploration. And, and, but, and, and the, key, the key element, as you say, is it can't be about a me. Because that's right. what shuts it all down. Right, right. Thanks, Rebecca. Yeah, thank you, Penny. Thanks for hanging in there with the technology. <laughs> Sarah. Oh, hi there. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not even sure how to articulate this. I just, I, I feel so drawn in difficult times to love and um, as if I'm being led right there. Mm-hmm. And um, and it it's like the only path there is. Like that's that. Uh, it's funny that I'm talking. I you know I know I've talked to you in the past about my, when my dog was sick and that I had a little exercise where I would just set a timer and go and love her. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I it was all I could do because there was really nothing I could do to reverse her cancer and. Um, 
And uh, it, it, those were such special moments. And I, I feel like what's happening in the world is doing it, the same process is happening. That um, mm. Mm. it, I just feel I, I, as if my heart has completely opened up, and all I can do is re, you know realize how much, how much love I feel toward. Yeah. You know, it took toward everyone involved in this on all sides yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. 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 And gosh, Sarah, that's it, it's um well, let's see, a couple of things that are dropping in to underline about that. Number one is really the process that you're describing. So there is pain, there is strife, there's all this stuff you know, in the world, the same as when your dog was sick. And what you were drawn to, just strongly drawn to, is love. And and it sounds like, too, describing a deep knowing, not in the head knowing, but a deep, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that that's really all there is. All mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. is love. And in mm-hmm. that place of love, what you're saying is there's not a love for this side or that side. It's, in fact, it's almost like there's no prepositional phrase needed. You can just stop <laughs> with drawn to love, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and because it's, it just is, it is um, all that is. Yeah, and also there's an awareness of um, the ways in which, um, it's just so funny, I'm talking to you about this. I, I, I feel like I'm doing some sort of cross-talking here, but I, I always remember at this retreat once uh, you describing the the love for the food, like the sight of the food, the, the, uh-huh. the love that precedes the, the meal, the love that's just there. And there's this sign of like the sadness is a little bit that like it's, it's not really – um, sadness in the way like you normally think of it, but there's just an awareness that I have cut myself off from that feeling of love that's there. And that's like just there's something about going about our lives in this culture. It's so um, it's so staggering. I just saw a graphic that showed, you know, wealth, household wealth by race in the United States, and it said for black people it's 13,000, for white people 145,000, right? And this kind of profound disappointment in myself, you know, like what, what have you been doing? What, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, like what, Mm. what, what, how could you live? This is not, this is not what your heart wants for any, for anyone. You know, this, Mm -hmm. this is not like, so is there's as much pain for me as for everyone else. Like you have, like, I don't know, my mind is just sort of like a scramble type. But Well, let me see if I can catch up. Let me see if I'm tracking you. Because it sounds like the the movement that you're describing is away from the love and and the sadness is from the the move that movement itself that there is a way that we as human beings identified human beings get cut off from the love right. however that wasn't your experience like four minutes ago you know when you were talking about being in the love and so right, right? yeah mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we no, know no. that I, yeah. we know that movement that movement happens right 
we so then mm-hmm. you know we can we can feel really sad and cut off and we can feel drawn to the love and it's just so interesting to see that isn't it to see that that movement happens yeah and i don't think there's anything wrong with it like it just it is it is right. a, there's a fluctuation back and forth like look you're you're um you're veering off path. You're veering off path. <laughs> come back. Uh-huh. Come back. The yeah. path's over here. Yeah. Like, look, you just, like, walked off the, like, you walked off the ledge a little bit. Come back. Come back. You're, it's over here. And, um, yeah. Nothing wrong with any of it. Right? Yeah. Right. No, no. It's just, it's, um, it's, I've just been thinking about it a lot, that there's sort of, a, like, a moral injury that occurs when you when you work against your own heart, like you make choices that run against. And that's what I'm referring to when I say there's a sadness at looking at the choices that I've made that don't support what I know my heart wants, which is equality Uh for everyone and opportunity and a a chance for, you know, that, that, that is what, that, that's my greatest wish, not whatever, all this other, like, I don't know what I do most days, like, you know, going to, like, just, I don't know what, how I keep myself busy doing anything but that. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. So if I'm tracking, it's, it sounds like what you're really getting clear and seeing very clearly is how there is, when we go, when we make choices against the heart, it is painful. It, it, yes. it hurts it really hurts the human being. It hurts the heart. And that can be such a strong uh, motivator, you know, to, to be here, to be here so that we, we can make the choices that are, that are in line with what the heart really desires. Yeah. And I just was mm-hmm. seeing the projection in the, like, I mean, I, I don't, you know, like looking at the police and looking at it, I'm like, that's not, that's the same process. Like you, you in a way, the same way you're you're choking off life. You know, in a way, mm-hmm. like it's it's very much, um, it's the same process of no and you know, like mm-hmm. trying to, mm-hmm. it yeah. So I just. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel so much like I, I, I just want to say one last thing is that I just keep mm-hmm. looking. There's this picture of that pangolin. You know that they run sometimes when they talk about the origins of the coronavirus, and um, this pangolin—I don't know where he is—is such a look of fear in his eyes. You know, I don't know if it's a male; it could be a female. Um, uh, but it—it—it—I um, just feel like it's looking back and saying, "What have you done? Like, what have you done? Mm. You've gotten so far. Don't." Don't, you've gotten so far away from your own humanity and and um don't don't like I, you know i don't know this the concept that someone could want to eat this creature you know that is so uh yeah so that's I, mm-hmm. I, I, all i yeah yeah and and where and and where does that where does that leave you it's the same feeling of like I just want to stay on the path. I want to stay back. Mm-hmm. I want to get back on the path. Like I don't. I don't. Um, mm-hmm. And the lo- the love can take so many forms. It's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily oriented toward a particular problem or outcome. It could be just even 
my interaction with myself or an interaction mm-hmm. with someone else or or whatever, but to make that the most, um, yeah. that make that the focus. Just make it, yeah, make it exactly the sole focus. So. Yeah, exactly. So, and, that, and, and, you know, Sarah, the thing that uh, you talked about earlier in the conversation of the, that movement with your dog, the thing is, you know how to do that. You know how to make mm-hmm. that movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just go mm-hmm. to love. You drop everything mm-hmm. else and you go to love. Yeah, it's right there. It's, what we, it's sort of what we've been it's talking right about, there. that we've, yeah, it's right there, and we've trained. We're training. We've trained to to do that. Quote quote do that. <laughs> you know, it's really more of a being than a doing. Right, we, right. But we know yeah. how to do that. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you're you're always there. You're always there. I feel like you're always there. At, right at those pivotal moments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Love, big, so. big time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Hey, this is Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, Rebecca. Um, so I guess this week I've been in a process of just kind of marveling at how everything's a reflection of the mind. Mm-hmm. And um, and I went to this really loaded content area tonight, and inspired by the workshop a few weeks ago, I sat down and interviewed um, the object that's related to the content area. Mm-hmm. And what I heard the object say is, um, like, essentially, I'm sad, and I don't like to do what I do. And and then all of a sudden, it hit me by, like, a two-by, it, it just hit, I mean, I was dumbstruck by this realization that, like, I mean, it sounds kind of new agey or out there, but, like, I'm the object, <laughs> like, I'm the object, and the object is me. And that's me that's sad and doesn't like to do what they do. Mm-hmm. If you're following that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in interviewing this object, that's a big, real charged content, part of a big charged content. You, what it said was, I'm really sad and I don't like doing what I do. And it sounds like there was a real identification that you felt with that, as if that was uh, something that you experience as well. Yeah, exactly. That was me speaking, but thinking that like it was the object. It's yeah, that it was actually coming from you. Yeah, and then it opens up that it opens it up to everything. That everything is a reflection of. Of like the mind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is a reflection of the mind. Everything. Yeah. Everything. And like, it just opens it. I mean, right. We talk about content process all the time. Right. And we talk about it and it makes sense as we talk about it and then we get in it and then we just get caught up in the content <laughs> and yeah. we, think, you know, no, but this, this really means something, you know, this can't be yeah. good. This can't be bad. Kind of like our conversation, you know, we've talked about tonight. And then it yeah. just comes back to like, it, it, it's a reflection of, of, of us or of, I mean, maybe not us, but you know, however you want to word it of, of whatever we project out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what we're, what we're bringing to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And it's something that comes to mind is like, I, I you know, I, I've heard the guide say this. Um, I, I think I might be misquoting, so let me know. But essentially, like, when you're around the guide or you're around another monk and you feel how centered they are and you think, you know, oh, gosh, I just want to be that centered or I just want to get there. I, from what I've heard, the guide encourages you, encourages you to look at, you know, where do you feel centered? You you feel it in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, yep. and then quickly that's projected you know, outwards as existing in someone else, but you quite literally feel it in yourself. Exactly. Yes. You would be maybe encouraged to own the projection. Mm-hmm. It's the, oh, I want to be that centered. Well, where is that coming from? It's coming from in you. Right. You wouldn't see it in someone else or project. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't be able to quote, see it and quote someone else if it weren't the thing that you were experiencing in that moment. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So it's yeah. right. It, it, exactly. I mean, you laid it out perfect. We'd be incapable of experiencing that unless it was in ourselves. And it's just getting duped out of believing that um, just all the stories, you know, you could go on and on. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 it's really them. No, no, I know, I know, I know that. But really, this time, it's, the content <laughs> is real. It's really right. out there. Exactly. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Kind, of, kind of mind-blowing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, and liberating, well, too, because the whole thing just becomes kind of, you know, it's almost like you're the creator, and you're just kind of playing around with the content. If you can get past that. You know, it, it's all, it's rather irrelevant, right? It's just how we perceive it, well, essentially. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And I think the word you used is perfect, liberate. It's liberating. Because when it's not, then, then we can explore. Going mm-hmm. back to what we were talking about earlier, then we can just like, well, what is sadness then? What is that? What is, cent- you know, where, where do I put in my, the center in my body? What is that experience? You know, I mean, it just opens up the whole a world of exploration when we don't, when we no longer believe that, because if it's something that's objectively out there, how would I know about it? You know, but if it's, but if it's all kind of what we bring to it, then we can, we can explore. We can find out. Yeah, no, that is so it. And that is, it's such a good point, right? It's because it's like we've been, it's almost, you know, a lot of us or whatever, before you come to practice, it's like you, you've you been looking in the wrong place the whole time, right? And mm. like you said, you know, you you can really start to examine, you know, actually, actually what's going on, right? Within yeah. the mind, within the stories, within all that and kind of yes. move past everything else. Well, and more and very important like ands to add to this to do mm-hmm. it in the context of sangha mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, with guidance because you know ego is right there to would be happy to guide that exploration you know oh, sure. just be happy to make all that meaning for you you know but to but to have the reflection of of like the conversation we've had tonight you know and have have and and on the radio shows and all that to have that sort of uh guidance and reflection all the time we get to even see ourselves you know exponentially uh more dimensions <laughs> you know 
Yeah, it would be, I mean, it would be, imp- like, I think, you know, the guy says, and we all say, but it'd be impossible to do without that reflection, right? Yeah. I mean, you you would uh-huh. just go down the, the rabbit hole. And yeah. Once I you're down, that. you're down. I and, think so. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you could think you're doing the practice the whole time, and it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who you want to be? You don't want to be down the rabbit hole with that with that ego, ego-centered karmic conditioning, self-hate. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Well, anyways, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. It looks like that's our time. So thank you all. Thank Good you. night. <laughs>